Welcome to Saint Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm Marta Rowland, and we have Crystal B here with us. She finally joined us after 18 episodes that she was missing off of. Oh boy! Don't don't oh. you sit there and try to look all innocent. So, to kick things off, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right, but is uh, there's a WNBA player named Brittany Grainer or Garner. I'm not, I'm not sure how you pronounce the last name. Garner, maybe. Um, but for those of you who don't know, she's been she still is detained in Russia right now, and I'm kind of wondering if Russia is kind of using this whole thing as a, hey, we have one of your people, so if you want one of your people to uh, <coughs> leave our country alive. Uh, stop helping Ukraine, you know, type of situation is what I wonder. But um, so according to a American expert uh, on Russia law, says the WNBA star could be sent to a labor camp if she's convicted on a, a convicted of drug smuggling charges after she was detained at, at Moscow, Russia's airport after oil was allegedly found in her luggage from uh, like cannabis oil. Sorry, was allegedly found in her luggage. <sighs> I don't know what a labor camp is there. Ooh, yeah. I mean, if you do X, I mean, I've done some, like, you know, watched some documentaries on, like, labor camps in North Korea. And if it's anything like that. That was that bad. Ooh. Oh, I didn't didn't know it was that bad. Like, like, the prison system in America, okay, is pretty, pretty, you know, comfortable, really, you know, unless you really have done some majorly wrong. Mm-hmm. But a labor camp in some our country. And my whole thing, another thing I'm trying to figure: out, why aren't they releasing her? Why isn't I feel like some of our elected officials are doing anything about trying to get her back home? And it felt like they talked when the news story broke, like, "Oh, she was being detained in Russia," and then that was it. Like, no news outlets, you know, you don't really hear about it on the news really about her being over there. So, like, it's like she's almost forgotten that she's still detained in Russia is one of the main reasons why I had wanted to bring it up on this episode of the podcast. Cause I'm like, why you not really hearing too much about this story. And the last update that we got was today where I just talked about four hours ago. It was, well, sent out five hours ago about her possibly being sent to a labor camp. Other than the news story that we got today, there's been nothing, no chatter, no nothing. And it makes me wonder if this is a, a racial thing or it's just that you know i don't i don't get why why isn't it talked about but they so, feel like it's the reason to talk about amanda buys conservatorship ending so i wonder if if i don't know what is legal or illegal in um in russia if maybe cbd or any of that stuff is illegal mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i have no idea when it comes to know, that kind of stuff that's a country that we normally don't much talk about at all really ever so right um, to be honest, yeah, I know it's probably just bad report on the podcast, but it, the truth is the truth. You know, we always talk about America and Europe, you know, Australia, Japan, and you know, all stuff like that. We talk about the our our a lot of our allies. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I don't see us as. It, I I just don't get why we're just. I feel like they're just letting her sit over there and rot at this and point. I, and and I think I think a lot of people in DC need to start thinking about this, like. What happens if that was your kid, your cousin? And then right now, that is someone's 
relative. Mm-hmm. That's someone's child. That's someone's mother, you know. I mean, parent, you know, really. I mean. Um, so, does she ask you? I don't know. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm just taking an example. Oh. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think she does. But I mean, that's the things to look at. These are things like solid, you know, things to look at. And that's kind of sad to see someone, you know, and depending on what the labor camp is involved, I, I Yeah, know. it's just, I feel like this whole thing with her is just a political stunt. And we're going to keep talking about this until Brittany is finally back home here in the U.S., happy as she can be. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if if that would mean that they have to do some bargaining chip between uh, Vladimir and Putin. Uh, that's probably what will have to happen. No, that's what I'm thinking. It's probably going to have to happen. I mean, I was reading a news article that one of the uh, supermodels was talking bad about Putin, and now she's gone. Yeah, I heard that he had somebody was talking about him and he had him killed. Yeah, I did hear yeah. about that. I was reading, I think it was maybe uh, one of the news, news outlets. Hmm. I don't believe it was an American news outlet. This was probably a foreign news outlet. Okay. I don't, um, yeah. Wow. So speaking speaking of news outlets, uh, when I first saw this story online, I said, no, this this can't be real. And it turns out it was real. So an editor called a reporter to cover a Virginia shooting before realizing she had been killed. And this is was report, uh, reported by CBS. Uh, it says when a shooting uh, took place, uh, which I say war, which I say when the breaking news broke of the shooting, the editor called us. Uh, I want to say Sierra or Sierra. Okay, I think it's Sierra J- Jenkins. She was twenty five years old, so her editor was calling her to uh, call her multiple fi- multiple times mm-hmm. to uh, have her go to the, get to the scene and report on the shooting. And it turns out that the editor, the person that the editor was calling was one of the people who were shot and killed, who later died in the hospital. Jeez. And I'm just like... 25. Right. I'm also, And I'm sitting here thinking, like, someone before, when I, when I first heard about the story, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, this is what, like, the person had was shot and they survived, and the editor asked them to cover their own story of them getting shootings to go in the newspaper. I didn't know the whole background of the woman being shot and killed and the editor was calling trying to get the person to go to get her to go to the scene to report on the story. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was I, like, a, like, was it a ricochet or what, what, like what? Uh, I think they, she was out having lunch somewhere and somebody else started shooting and she might have just got hit in a crossfire. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. So yeah, uh, innocent, another innocent life gone. It's like I believe in what was it uh, Pennsylvania where it was two, uh, I think it was two state troopers. They were state troopers. They was re- responding to a call on the highway. I guess there was a man walking down the highway or something like that. And they got, I guess they got in contact with the man. They started walking the man back to the car. Drunk driver was uh, allegedly a drunk driver came and hit the three of them. Hit the three of them, and the uh, state troopers died. So it's it's been a lot of wackiness going on in this world and it's like what can we do what can we do to stop the wackiness right now you know you know what i I, I guess this is what i was always told was yeah uh, like even in go ahead because your time's up i guess but 
Yeah, like even like in um in Racine, they were talking about, I believe yesterday it was talking about they had seen an uptick in crimes where teenagers are now getting a hold of guns and they're out and is out here committing murders on other teenagers. And they're seeing a spike of that in Racine. Is either Racine or Kenosha, they're seeing a spike in that now. So it's like crime is starting to happen with people younger and younger now. Although crime has always been going on with younger people, but now it's just like is on the rise for some reason at this moment. And it's a lot of underage killings going on where it's, you know, teen on teen murder. <laughs> I don't know no other way to put it. Like, I don't know if that's even sound right. Like teen on teen murder, that sounds stupid. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't know if, you know, to me, you always wonder, is it, is it one way because of not trying, you know, point fingers of politics, but is it like, more like, okay, is it the Democrats just letting these people get away with everything or the Republicans are not? You know, what, what what's, you know, again, you know, I'm not trying to make it political, but what's the, what's the logistics of it? You know, what's, what's the, you know, what's the facts? I mean, it's just, is it just, you know, because I mean, I was watching, um, now again, we have in Wisconsin, we have Spectrum News One. Um, that's, you know, so Spectrum's one of our um, ISP providers. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching the news a little bit this morning when I was um, work work with one of my teammates, and it's interesting how they said the crime rate um, has went up. They said in Milwaukee, Madison, Eau Claire, like they've actually named off all the big cities, and uh, it was amazing how much the percentage went up from 2019 till till today, till 2022. And the top two were Lily, Christine, Kenosha, and Milwaukee. Those were the top two, you know. And they, they didn't jump, like, just a few percent. I mean, they went from maybe 15 to, like, 35, 38%. I mean, that's that's crazy. Like, what's uh, going on? That is expected for heavy populated cities uh, for that to happen. Um, one of the reasons why crime is probably up is just the simple fact of, like I said, the pandemic. People lost their jobs. People went crazy. Some people just went crazy sitting at home. And when you got a lot of nothing going on, it caused a lot of crime to spike to me is what it seems like. And it is like people have so much bottled up frustration and energy and don't know how to release it. They go out in public and boom, you know, somebody say the wrong thing and it triggers them. And now they just shooting and killing somebody. Or it could be like a lot of the deaths could be related to the Kias. It could be all the Kias being stolen out here. Uh, and them crashing the cars and killing people. Um, uh, it's it's a lot that's it's a lot that contributed to this. I don't think we can say really say it's more of a government thing. It's just more of a um, of a uh, I guess the people like um like Rose, aka Georgia, aka Rose. And y'all mostly know it's Rose for Rose check ins. Um, what she has say. Uh, it was just on the tip of my tongue, and I don't forgot that fast. Um, no, but oh yeah, that's what she was. She was saying that you know people, a lot of black people are saying you know Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. And she was like, well, how do you expect for other people to to want to think or want other people to be like, hey, Black Lives Matter, but at the same time, you're killing your brothers and your own sisters. So it's it's not really like I mean it's like it, it's it's not. You're not really getting. You're not getting the full picture. They're just like, you know what? I don't care about it, or I care about it. It's either one, you know. 
It's either one or other. And some people just have mental health issues and be like, hey, I'm just going to go kill somebody today. I mean, some people just want to do that, you know? They don't really, you know? I mean, that's true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Old Man Theater finally decided to make an appearance. Old Man Theater, they can't even see you waving. Yeah, we get to, we get to see you. He's eating Chinese food or whatever he's doing down there. I don't know what he's eating. Oh, Lord have mercy, Old Man Theater. Make sure you got your chopsticks, please. Make sure you got your chopsticks. I'm sorry for my tardiness. have other stuff going on. Um, I'm hearing y'all about this um, Black Lives Matter and the Kia Boys and all this other stuff. I think Black Lives Matter is just a saying that they use to put out here like like they really care. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if they was trying to make change for anything, they got all these, um, what they call them, um, uh, activists out here, black activists out here claiming to be for each other or for black lives, but they're they're fighting against one another for 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 who's who's the better activist and who's this and who's that instead of really fighting for what's out here. Mm-hmm. And if they was to come together and stop being idiots, um maybe they can make some difference out here. I don't believe that none of them is really out here to make no difference. They just out here to make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it, just true. take take us back to the olden days where we used to get our, our ass whooped at home and get disciplined. They took that out of home. So I can't say that that totally made a difference, but it made some difference in kids to where, therefore, it's like, us being parents can go to them and say, well, you need to do this. Oh, no, fuck you. I don't have to do nothing because you put your hands on me. You're going to jail. All I got to do is yell out, you hit me. You're going to jail. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. So, some of this is because some of that can be from not being able to discipline kids. Uh, I think a lot of it comes from not being not disciplining your kids. Now, now you can have you can have say like there's five kids. You could discipline them all the exact same way. There's always going to be that one kid who's going to be the, basically the fuck up out the kids. You're going to have that one fuck up regardless of yep. how it goes. But at the same time, though, because of how you raise that fuck up, that fuck up might not be as bad as the one who wasn't disciplined. Now, you True. look at the kids today that are not disciplined and they feel like they can go out here, they can say what they want to say, they can do what they want to do and without no repercussions as to what they do about it because... <clears throat> Because they be their parents is not allowed to discipline their kids. So when their kids is out here in public acting a complete damn fool, and you know the and you hear people say, "Oh, it's the parents' fault," be it's the parents' fault why their kids acting like that. I'm like, no, no, it's for y'all taking our ass whoopings out of the house. It's the reason why the kids is out here acting a complete fool. Kids are getting ass whooping still. It I it I feel like this generation that's that's now 18, 19, 20 years old would be totally different right now. Yeah. I, I mean I mean I mean Grant to have a twenty, he's gonna be twenty one year old by the summer, but I mean he's pretty decent. I mean he but then again he kinda knew he kinda knew the rules of the road and he knows that uh you know he if you don't listen to his his parents, then yeah. They can deal with, you can deal with grandma grandpa, you know. Grandpa's in the military. He don't want to deal with grandpa. 
I mean, true, but then it all depends on what that kid was exposed to, also. So, like, like when you a kid in the inner city and there's no discipline at home, how do you expect for that kid to? How do you think that kid is going to act as an adult? Because they could grow up and become an adult, they'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't have to listen to you, or I don't have to follow this law, or I don't have to do this, or I can go out here and do this, this, and that." Because when I was at home, I wasn't. I was we got to do what I want to do. So as yeah. when they go into adult life, they're like, "Oh, I can do what I want to do," and that's how you end up in just damn jail. Yeah. <laughs> right. In the words of Mabel, of it's okay for them to kill a kid kill the kid, but when we discipline them, we're the bad parent. Mm-hmm. We're the bad parent. So they get to sit back and watch TV and see some parents that discipline kids get locked up or fined or whatever have you. So y'all not doing nothing but hyping them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it what it is. So speaking of horror, horrible kids, um, so in Macon, Georgia, on February 2nd, 2018, Latoya Watkins picked up her son, Kayvon Watkins, 16 from from school. It was obvious that he was have he was in a negative mood at home. He hopped onto the video game. Wait, onto his video game. I should slow down. <laughs> to distract his mind, <clears throat> but the connection was so slow, was slow due to other people in the household using it as well. Kevin lived with his mother, 13-year-old sibling, and his 20-year-old sister, Alexis Watkins. Out of frustration, Kevin secretly changed the Wi-Fi, the family's Wi-Fi password, so the connection would improve. His mother noticed the change and unplugged the router, which caused Kayvon or Kevin, I think it's Kayvon, Kayvon to go storm to go storm her room as if he was going to hit her. Uh-huh. An intense argument was sparked. Kayvon's behavior was getting aggressive, so Alexis attempted to be her mother's aide. Alexis and Kayvon had trouble getting along on a daily basis. Latoya said that they always fought like typical brother and sister fighting. However, this time it was different. Latoya placed Latoya placed a 911 call in the midst of the yelling, saying that her 60-year-old son and 20-year-old daughter were tangled on the floor. Uh, where am I at? She said she could she could not break them up. Just three minutes later, Latoya's 13-year-old made a secret 911 call in another area of the house. They told why well, to say they? It should have been she told the 911 dispatch that their uh their brother why why who wrote this? Basically, their brother tried to hit their mother and now had his sister in a tight headlock on the floor. When the operator asked if Kayvon was on medication, the 13-year-old answered with, no, he's just crazy. Around 10 minutes later, a police officer finally arrived on the scene. Kayvon was still still squeezing on his sister's neck and holding her in a headlock as officers approached. He had he had not let go of his grip for a stunning 10 to 15 minutes. At this point, Alexis' body had gone limp minutes ago, but Kayvon was too blinded by rage to notice the human brain can only tolerate three to six minutes without oxygen before permanent brain damage begins. After at least 10 minutes, uh, where am I at? Oh, shit, I lost my place. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, here we go. After at least 10 minutes, a person is brain dead without oxygen. Alexis was rushed to the hospital and was pronounced dead. 
Uh, her cause of death was uh, asphyxiation. Is it asphyxiation? Asphyxi. Why well, can't pronounce this oh, word? Asphyxiation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what is it, theater? Asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I didn't realize. Like I was on, even know if I was pronouncing it right. I I didn't realize he was choking her that hard. <clears throat> Latoya Walker said Kayvon cried, and he as if he would. Wait, what? Kayvon cried as he was okay as he was served with a warrant for a felony murder and informed his that his sister that his sister died. Kayvon's lawyer asked the judge for an acquittal of the charges and instead hand over a voluntary or involuntary manslaughter charge. This is not this is no way I could justify a, a wait, who wrote this out? Um a justifiable quit for him as having done nothing wrong. Okay, yeah, somebody grammar was off. Uh, the judge said during her decisions, I don't see this as an accident. He was sentenced to life in prison for felony murder. I never intended to kill her at all, he said through tears. Uh, she thought oh wait, uh, like, ah, she taught me mostly everything I know. Who that was a lot. Um, yeah. So, so he took he took his anger on and the sister, and now he's in jail for the rest of his life because of Wi-Fi argument over Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, so just just because just because it was trying to be get his way, his way wound up get him in jail, pretty much. Another reason why kids need to ask whooping. That's why I had wanted to talk about that. <laughs> that's sad. That's really sad. And I bet old man Theater agrees with me. Man, I snap kids' fucking neck. I rather for my kids to fuck with me than to fuck with their mom. But but on top of that, though, What's like, up? dude, you're literally spending the rest of your life in jail because yeah. you murdered your sister over Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. So something something so small and intricate, like like my my kid would just you know I mean, great granted, he used to he's he's played you know the you know those what do you call like first person or third person games or something like that I call mm-hmm. well you know you know and, and I'm not gonna say the names you know but I mean we don't want to get in trouble for it but you know I and mean, he turned out decently but on the same note he he could have went sideways but he knew when the internet was a little slow that he's like eh, whatever <laughs> he would find something else to play you know I mean sometimes it happens or or he would just well, literally hop, hop off uh, hop you know offline and just play it without being online you gotta think about like this. They got kids out here to kill parents over five or six dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it it ain't just the the the, the Wi Fi situation or whatever. How you just? I mean, sometimes these kids could be crying out for 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 help, and we may not know it. Yeah, that's and, true. And again, again. Sometimes they could be crying out for help, and you're trying to get them help, and society won't help you. That is that is true in some cases. It's actually been a few cases where uh, a mom was trying to get her son or the child help or whatever, and, you know, society, and, you know, they took them to places, and, you know, most time moms don't have money to pay for, you know, the good hospitals for the kids, so... You know, it, it leads to other issues. Sometimes even they, you know, take their own lives because they can't yeah. deal with what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and I, I, I feel like this out here, and since, since they they got the the no hit kids thing going on, you can't touch it. You well, as long as you don't leave whaps and stuff on them, mm-hmm. that's what they mm-hmm. say. Yep. But I didn't seen kids uh, send their parents to jail just because mm-hmm. they said this is what happened. No whaps, no nothing. But I mean, some of the time. It, it, it most of the time it's society not want willing to help you and it, it it's, it's a lot to do too with sometimes color mm-hmm. but a lot of times too when you know when when us as being black people we send our kids to seek help or something like that oh well i miss jojo and i miss so say maybe i just need to go back and get him after he didn't tore up your car or, uh, or fuck you up or whatever. Oh, maybe I just, that's my mm-hmm. baby. I, maybe I just need to go back to get him. Yeah, go back to get him so he can finish kicking your ass. And that and, parent, and these new parents are scared to hold their kids responsible for their actions. Like, oh, well, he didn't mean it or, you know, he was just upset. Like, no, you need to hold your kid responsible for their actions. If you don't teach them to learn how to be responsible for their actions now in life, what do you think is going to happen later in life as an adult? That's true. Well, that's that's why why most parents. Well, and I just and and, and I, I could say in my age too. Some of the time, they spend too much time being friends with their kids. Mm-hmm. Me and my kids gonna be cool. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna be cool, but it's gonna be a certain uh, level of coolness. And they know where the, the 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 line is, right? And my kid, if my any of my kids was ever on, be, ever be on this podcast, they could pretty much count on their hands, on their one hand, how many times that, especially my girls. Now my son, I whooped his ass. I whooped mm-hmm. his ass like a dude in the street once upon a time, because he wanted to disrespect his mom and call her all kind of bitches and hoes and this and that. At first, I wasn't on get in between that because that was my baby. Oh, my baby. Oh, you stupid that, that's the way she was. My oldest kid, my, my son, it was this stupid ass. That's how he was. I mean, I'm in the background. She calling me to come discipline. I'm like, no, nah, let him finish whooping your ass or cussing you out. But that parent thing kicked in and then my mom voice kicked in my head like, um, you need to handle that business. So I went over there and threw him across a couple of cars and on find the like and waited for the cops to pull up and told him, give me a few more minutes, let me finish whooping his ass. I mean, this kid stands six foot, six two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I whooped that ass. But it, it just, people, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, never gonna be that cool with my kids. You know if they wanna talk shit, they better talk it from a distance. I, I'm not no kid beater or nothing like that. And my kids can never say that they was brutally beaten. By me, they may. I can count on my hands how many times I'm probably like them. My kids mostly fear my voice. All right. But when you become friends with them and everything, and and shit like that, yeah, they grow up to start treating you like okay, you 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 that friend. They can talk to you like like don't like how, how parents should say it back in the day. Don't talk to me like I'm one of your little friends. That's right. how they kids be talking to them. Like yeah. they like you wanted a little friend. Yeah. I, I ain't got time with that. I ain't never really, or I can't say a 
party with my kids and my man had a drink here and there, a shot or something, but I don't get down with that really hanging around my kids you know, and, and, and like a a bar or an outside party besides us meeting as a family or something like that because, no, I don't get down like that. I think the first time I went to the bar where me and my mom was in the same bar, I was probably about 24, 25 years old. And that's probably about the only time me and her have ever been in a bar together. Wow. And I think it was like an after party for or like some type of will some type of family get together or something like that. And they we just all ended up at the bar. And I think that's wow. about the only time I've ever been in the same bar as my mom. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Holy crap, really? Dead serious. Like, I've never, like, wow. like I'm not, like, I'm, like, because when I'm out with my friends and stuff, I'm totally different. I'm, like, you don't want your parents around for that? Like, no. And I don't, and that's why I'm so happy, like, it's such a large age gap in between me and my mom. So it's, like, it's 33, 32 or 33 years in between me and my mom. You don't have, you know what, you know what, I, I, I'm going to get her, get her bed out because you didn't even have to put her out like that. You didn't even have to have to go there. No, because like no, because what I'm because what I'm saying. No, because what I'm saying is like like some of these people like so so like I'm thirty now, but they mama be forty five, but they be in the same club together, and like like in there twerking and shaking their ass and or doing all this other kind of stuff with their mom. I'm like no no. Mother daughter thing though. I mean I I don't know man I don't know. I mean, no, I that know. ain't I even cool. My daughter to a club. That ain't no, even cool. No, I wouldn't. No, a mom should never be out with her daughter <laughs> and her daughter's friends with a group of twenty or thirty year olds. Like, like she's a part of that group. No, mom needs to go take her. Her mom needs to go with her own friends to their own club or wherever it is and go have a good time. <laughs> you don't need to be out there with your daughter. Like, no, that's just messy. No, this no, that's gross. No. It's not right. Not right oh, at all. Speaking of mental health, since Old yes. Man Theater brought up people having mental health crisis, Trevor Noah made a good point about Kanye West, and they were they were saying like, you know, men when they get divorced from their wives, or just people in general when they get divorced from uh their wife or husband or whatever they will make threats like, oh, I will kill you and da-da-da and all this kind of stuff or this, this, and that happened. And, you know, because oh, they're like, only oh. Way that, only way that shit really happens at times unless you 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 got something really going on in your head. I hate to cut you off. but No, that, that's how I was going to that point. I ain't the type that's like that. It's, as long as you don't fuck with me, you're going about your business and I go about mine. We could be cool. I mean, yeah, I'd have been love over in love over hills before to where it drove me freaking nuts. That was back in my younger younger days. But as I didn't got older, I didn't learn to believe not to believe, didn't learn as far as relationships and stuff like that go. At times, just it's time to, uh, as Kenny, what's the name? Kenny Rogers said, time to uh, fold them, time to walk away, and time mm-hmm. to run. Mm-hmm. Some shit is just not worth worth it anymore. I mean, if you keep on recycling the same shit over and over again and there's no change, you, you, you need to pack it up and say, fuck it. You know, what? what's what's, this, what's the sense of we making each other miserable? Yeah, right. 
Because yeah. he was so Trevor Noah was saying that he grew up in an abusive household, and he said one day he got a call from his dad saying that their dad shot their mom in the head, I believe, or he oh, the, the dad shot what? the mom, and oh. he was like, because our father, like he we, he was abusive, but he didn't show like signs like he had like a really bad mental health illness. So yeah. when he would make these kind of threats, they didn't take it's serious but then like Kanye he said in Kanye West case you know Kanye West we both we know that you know you have had mental health issues or how you need to help with mental health issues and all these different kind of things and there was like with him having a mental health issue and the threats that he been making how come these threats has not been taken serious and it was like Kim Kardashian everybody can say like yeah she laid on her back you know, she's she's not really with reality. She's only, you know, she likes all the attention and the fame and the publicity and everything that's going on with this whole Kanye West thing is what they will say about her. But at the end of the day, Kim Kardashian, like he said, is like one of the most powerful people, one of the richest people in this country. And yet. Stop it. And yet, you know, this woman got to deal with constantly being harassed. And, and, and can't do nothing about it because there's like, oh, well, Kim Kardashian, you know, she's fighting for innocent black people to get out of jail. She was like, well, do I send Kanye West to jail? Well, well, how would the public perception be of me if I have Kanye West sent to jail for constantly harassing me? Just like, you know, when he put he did a put out a music video of the guy that she's dating currently right now, Pete Davidson, uh, I believe he getting his head cut off or something like that. And he's like, oh, I'm just expressing art. This is art. You know, if this was any normal person showing these type of signs, they would have been locked up in a mental health facility already. Yeah. So it's like, at what point do do you do does this woman what does she have to do to escape to escape this man? Like he's constantly calling, he's constantly texting, he's showing up at places that he was not invited to, he's constantly sending gifts. And, and, and at first, he's like, Trevor Noah said at first it was cute when he was trying to do the things to try, oh, I'm a winner back type thing, but now it's like he just went pure crazy at this point. And it's like, at what point is this is Kim Kardashian going to be safe for Kanye? And when is somebody going to step in and be like, okay, you know what? We really need to put him in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a mental health facility, put him on a lockdown, and really do an evaluation on him. Um, because he's he's already been banned from the Grammys, so he like it's stuff like Billboard won't even recognize his this album that he put out. They won't even recognize it. So at so, this point, they're just like Kanye West is getting canceled. And yeah. is at what point do we? They somebody really step in and be like, okay, some we need to take charge of this situation and get this under control. I I, th- I think pretty much. I mean, you can't you kind of saying that we're, you know, right on the money is that I think what's going to happen is, is that society is going to, they're going to do like, like what's going on overseas, you know? They're going to literally, you know, like cut this, cut Connie West off. So let's cut him off completely. Just to, you know, it's kind of like you just take the trash out, you just take it up, crumple up, and throw it away and take it out. What's going to happen to him if he doesn't change his attitude and just what's going on? I mean, I think I think he's, he's in for some trouble. Right, and it's it, it, it's just it's just a like you know you know you hate to say it because like you try to root for you know people you try to root for people and stuff and it's like 
he tried to give people the benefit of the doubt, but he has he has proven people wrong at every chance, at every turn. Like, and he needs to be somewhere with a padded wall seeking help. I, I mean, I mean, if that's what's got to happen for him, then that's what's got to happen, you know. I mean, you know what? But you ask the question on when, 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 whenever the people that he's threatening. Um, get up off they they stop sitting on their fucking hands and um file charges. Go down there to the DA's office or whichever, whatever they gotta do. Or feel like they threatened. I mean But the thing it, is he's publicly doing it though. Yeah, but people like me or you and <laughs> publicly doing it, people like me or you can't just wanna oh well, you guys need to do something with with him because He's threatening the Kardashian. He's doing this. He's threatening the guy that she's dating. He's threatening. He uh, threatened. Uh, um, what is it? DL Hughley. Oh yeah, DL Hughley. Yeah. yeah. One of his buddies. I, I read today. Funny that y'all own this. I read today that one of um um his his buddies jumped on there and, and told waiting on they waiting on a response from um Hughley uh um. Telling him that you need to apologize to to Crazo, you know, like like he's threatening them or something. You need to apologize. But to be honest, the way how Dio Hughley is coming off is like, I look at it as from a person that's looking from the outside and looking in at what Kanye was doing. Dio Hughley's response was what a typical, I hate to say it on podcast, what a typical nigga would say. That was it's basic. That's basically what it is. When, when you looking at it from the outside, that's typically if we as a group of us was standing around having a conversation about Kanye West and like at least a group of five or six of us, what D.L. Higley said is what will come up in that conversation. So, yeah, and 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 that's it. Like you say, yeah, it's freedom of speech, but. And it, and it's crazy because it's like say like um if we were to go on Facebook or or make videos, you know you know threatening somebody's life, even if that person were threatening didn't press charges or whatever, go to say hey I want to press charges, the police is still knocking at your door doing an investigation because now you're on the watch list and then you're gonna keep being watched making these threats until this, it's gonna get to a point where okay you know what we got to step in. And and like I said, and for Kanye West to have such a huge following, and it's different. So it's a difference between even though like me and you or a normal person, you know, a few thousand, like you might have a thousand Facebook friends. So your thousand Facebook friends is seeing, you know, you making these threats locally to somebody. And our police and our police department will still kept pick up on it. They're just like we're just like if a kid say, hey. I'm going to shoot up my school tomorrow. The kids don't do that. Just make an example. I'm going to shoot up my school tomorrow. They put it on Facebook. That school is going to be shut down the next day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you can, so if a normal person can go online and make them kind of threats and 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 and, and still somehow have the police knocking at their door and they sitting and they're being arrested, the same thing should happen for Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree. I agree. And the difference is with Kanye West, instead of a thousand people seeing it, you have billions of people seeing this. 
there's billions of people seeing this, and yet not one law enforcement decided, not one law enforcement team or departments decided, yeah, we need to step in and do some type of something. Assessment. Yeah. Assessment or find out what's going on or something like that. Yeah. Yep. There, there's nobody like saying, hey, we got to do this. There's nobody stepping up and be like, hey, we need to check this out or whatever. Exactly. Um, so the switch gear is just a tad bit a little. Little. Wait, huh? you, I got I got one more thing to say on on that aspect. Okay, go ahead. You you got to look at it like this, uh, and, and maybe I'm saying this the wrong way, maybe I'm not. But being realistic about it, it's a black thing. It's a black thing. It, it's nothing to do. I mean, I don't care how rich Kim Kardashian is. And, and uh, I'm going to say this, uh, the N-word. Well, I'm not going to say, say it totally out, but she considered an N. And the dude that she messed with now, technically, you might as well be the same thing because you messed with an N. Mm-hmm. And um, 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 Keith, however you say his name, I can't never pronounce Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson? No, no. Uh, Kanye? Yeah, Kanye. I can never get the old name right, but <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a black thing. That, that's what's going on. Up until somebody kill each other, and this happens every day. Rappers are uh, killing each other over over power. Well, not power, over, um, yeah, some, you might as well say it's kind of like power or whatever have you, um, trying to be, be the king of this, king of that, or whatever mm-hmm. have you. Prime example, that dog killing they started to bring other people out the woodwork. Mm. Big, big time. It's starting to, it's really starting to stink now. But it, it, it's it's all about man. Wait until some something happened then they want that gives the police force and attorneys and everybody else something to investigate, some a job to do. Right. Right. It's kind of cool I'm a collector. Not saying that they may be for all we know, they may be kind of still keeping an eye on him too. We don't know. True. That's true. No. So we just have to sit back. We can assume all we want to, but who knows? I mean, shit, they should be watching us every move. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like this far as far as him and I heard another person talk about it, them kicking them off the Grammys or whatever have you. I feel like this is the guy that he's talked about on there. Like that, I mean, that shouldn't have been up to the Grammy for for him to be kicked off the Grammys or whatever. Have you okay? If he would have came there and got the acting, acting kind of funny, he's still a celebrity. Mm -hmm. I I mean, that that can make some people tune out. I I think the reason why they kicked him out the Grammys and didn't want him to be at the Grammys is because they didn't want to give him a live, what should I say, a hot mic on live TV. I understand that, yeah. I understand that. Because, like you said, you know, they didn't know what was going to come out of his mouth. They're just like the few years ago when uh, Taylor Swift won video of the year. He walked up on stage, interrupted Taylor Swift and said, no disrespect, but Beyonce had the hottest video of the year, blah, 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 and walked off the stage. So, like, it was like they didn't want to have that one. Or he goes on a whole Kanye West. I mean, he goes on a whole Kim Kardashian rant on live TV during the Grammys. That's the old freedom of speech. 
it, it it's still freedom of speech, but at the same time, like, hey, we can't have you doing this on our show because now you you're gonna mess it up for the rest of us. Yeah. Now, a lot of times that boosts the show. Well, drama boosts shows. Don't it, tell me no. It, it it will, but at the same time, it will it will make it will make a drastic change in the show mm-hmm. to how it is now. So the way to keep the show the way how it is now, the freedom they have to run the show how they do now, it's best to keep him off the show while he's going through whatever he's going through right now. Because, you know, he might go there and do a rant about Kim Kardashian talking about blood and murder, and they say, you know, you know, the FCC might be like, hey, you know what? You guys are not allowed to televise the Grammys no more. Hey, no. You know what? And the reason why I said that because if he gets to the point where they feel like he's finna get ready to do something stupid, <laughs> they could. Yeah, that's true. He, he, he just had to. I mean, because he whatever he's feeling or want to say, whether he said at the Grammys or on Instagram, Facebook, Eula, Hula Hula, whatever, he's gonna say it, and it's still gonna get out to the same many people before they it, take it off. It is, but they they looking at it like not on our platform though. <laughs> That's how they looking at it like not on our platform. And on top of that, with him not being able to get nominated for any Grammys, and they don't want him to basically perform there, so there's really no reason for him to be there if you're not even nominated for a Grammy. So why are you here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of, cause I believe the Grammys are taking place in L.A. and L.A. is now the city is the first, is, what should I say, L.A. is the only U.S. city to have gas over $6 a gallon right now. Wow, really? As of today, uh, Los Angeles has hit $6.27 for a gallon of gas. Wow. Gas is still too damn high. Now, I watched this video on TikTok. And it was like, it made me th- rethink about the whole, you know, complaining about gas being very high and all this kind of stuff. And the reason why he was like, you know, a person who is, who depends on insulin, that tube of insulin that they need to depend on is a hundred thousand dollars for that insulin. So can you imagine having to pay a hundred thousand dollars out of pocket for something that you need? Or he was saying it was fifty thousand dollars for like a some type of chemo, uh, some type of pill, or something like it was. He was telling like different breakdowns of prices of different medications that people need in their every for everyday life. And he was like, so for, for people to complain about the price of gas and these people who depend on these medication that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, we shouldn't be complaining about the price of gas. Wow. And it really That's made cool. me rethink. Like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be complaining. <laughs> You I said, mean, we're human. We're human. We're going to complain anyway. <laughs> too high or too low, we're going we're gonna to complain regardless. It's always going to be something. True. So, so at this point, we can complain about gas because, um, well, I put it like this. Those people that's going through chemo and all this other stuff, there's some of the stuff that insurance is not... Um, backing them on or whatever have you we, we might as well be dead so mm-hmm. I mean, life, when we talk about medication and stuff like that and, and going through uh different stuff and and, and and trying to get better your life really ain't worth shit 
Mm-hmm. I'm just getting straight up with you. It's really, it's a price tag on every damn thing. Yes, it is. And it's only Americans who has these price tags. Because like, because yeah. a lot of our other countries, we are, I think America is the only country that's not a third world country that doesn't have universal health care. So yeah, it's the it's an American issue. Um, so old man theater, you got any life lessons out there for the people today? Yes, stay single, stay black, stay white, be cool, and don't be no damn fool for nobody. I was going to ask you about that. We were going to say stay black and be like, well, what about me? Like, what happened to me, buddy? Like, don't forget about me, homie. I, I didn't, Crystal. You see, I went, I, I'm just, I'm just saying. I was like, what, what happened to me? Like, I thought, I thought he was going there. He did. He didn't just run. He did not. So don't worry. It's smart about all decisions that you make in life because you could, could make a decision that could fuck you up forever. You could make a decision that could fuck you up for a little bit, but and then you have to try to bounce back off of it. But um, just think about things yeah. before be, be you... Yeah, but just be a smart human being. Yeah. yeah. You know, look, I mean, look, look, at, look at what's best. Sometimes you can be sold a dream, and then when you finally wake up, it, it, it's, it's really a dream. It's a nightmare. All right. So uh, just be careful about the decisions that you make in life because the decisions can make you like... Uh, how you say Kanye? Yeah. Kanye West. I'm just saying. <laughs> You'd be like Mr. West. Just call Mr. West, okay? <laughs> Dude I'm West gonna... or whatever you call him. I don't know. Lord Some Lord. guy named West. <laughs> Either way, uh, the decisions can fuck you up like that if you let it. So, careful on the decisions that you make in life and go from there. There you go. All right. And Crystal, you got any final thoughts for the people? You know what? You know what? I mean, we all have our goods and bads in life, you know, and, and you know what? Good, better, otherwise. But, you know, watch, you know, watch what you're doing. Don't, um, I mean, it's always great to follow your dreams, but make sure your dreams don't land you up in prison or, or put you in any kind of illegal situations, you know, make sure you know what you're doing. Pay attention, you know. I mean, there's people out there. We all are gonna have our differences. I mean, we have crossed some roads with some people too, myself. But um, you know, in life, it's good, better, otherwise. It doesn't mean it's who you are. As long as you try to be whole about yourself and try to be a good person, you know what? Regardlessly, you don't have to drive a brand new car to keep up with your neighbors next door, okay, <laughs> or whatever else. You know, mm-hmm. you if you can only afford a vehicle from whatever you know, whatever that era is. That's okay, you know. the The smart part about it is maybe you're just trying to save up money, you know, to take care of yourself. And if you have a family, you know, depending if you're a single parent or what it is. But you know, there's some parents out there that are struggling too, you know. But uh, right. but no, I wish you wish everyone the best, and you have a great day or evening wherever you are. And happy Easter! Oh Lord. So my final thought is, when your supervisor piss you off. <laughs> go home and you plan your revenge and you drink to that. Oh my god! Make sure you drink to that a few times and then you plot your revenge and then you wake up, <laughs> get there the next morning and you tell your supervisor to go to hell. That's my uh my final thoughts for you. 
put spray water on their dirty jeans. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, before we go, make sure y'all head out over to Still Hungry Grills. That's on uh, Still Hungry Grills on all their social media accounts. Make sure y'all go check out Still Hungry Grills. Um, make sure that y'all. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Oh, uh, make sure y'all go check out Jason Jason Pitts, who was on. Uh, yeah, Jason Pitts was on the last episode of the podcast. Make sure you go check out his Indigo account where they're trying to get uh, some funding done there. Make sure you go check out Justin's, uh, who was on a podcast a few weeks ago. Make sure you go check out his Kickstarter. Um, I believe you still have some time for the Kickstarter end. I believe it ends April 2nd. So make sure y'all head over to his Kickstarter and support his uh, comic Tales from Tales of Shock and Terror. Um, deals. As usual, we got them deals. Head over to Habits365.com and use code Anthony4 to receive 20% off your purchase. And if y'all want to help with donations to to find old man Theta a home, uh, <laughs> please just hit. It's a if you're watching the video, it might be in a video version too. But I know the audio version is a link that says support the podcast. Any money y'all donate would help go towards finding old man Theta a senior citizen home. <laughs> yeah, or either donate to these damn Christmas lights that somewhat probably ain't down yet, but I can still get you a deal on them and a bottle of wine. Repsports.com. Use code Marcel One to receive ten percent off your purchase and Head over to bearskin, bearskn.com and use code Anthony B to receive 5% off your purchases. Yeah, 5% off. <sighs> so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Generation X probably present. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I was thinking about wrestling. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Same Cast, Different Day Podcast with me, Martin Rowland. Crystal B and Old Man Theater Theo Sorry for being late. <laughs> this is the number one podcast in Wisconsin for Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Zs. And y'all have a good one, and we will see you all on Tuesday. Don't forget to donate now. You heal? I'm done. <laughs>